0: Listeners, welcome to Pursuit of Relentless podcast. You've got Elena here. And today I want to talk to you guys a little bit about understanding your value, because I am running into a lot of people lately who are like, oh, I just I hate my job. And I'm like, I used to hate my job. I remember how that was. It was awful. And I dreaded going to work. I was worried every single day about whether I was going to get hurt that day or Kill somebody, honestly, which was really messed up. But even as a pastry chef, I was like, man, my body hurts. I was struggling. It was frustrating to me. I had to drive 40 minutes to and from work each day. And then, like, when I was on site, it was almost an hour and a half to and from work every day. It was crazy. And I'm like, why do I do this to myself for money? That doesn't drive me as much as I thought it did. And I used to be really money motivated, but it just, Uh, lost its glamour when I made my first $10,000 paycheck. And then I was like, oh, that wasn't actually any different than getting any other paycheck. It was just there. And I was still just doing what I normally would do and helping people and just focusing on just being a good person and really just understanding what people... Need help with and helping them achieve those things, right? That's what's important. Because everything will eventually get better if we plan to make it happen that way. So, for instance, this week's been a little bit hectic when it comes to the news and stuff like that, which has been an ongoing trend for the last little while, anyways. But I just am at a point now where I know what I stand for and I know that I just don't want to make that much noise but at the same time I'm going you have a right to do whatever you want in your life. You can create whatever life that you want for yourself if you're willing to stand up for what you believe in and my challenge to you would be to write down on a piece of paper, what you want in your life. And I know loyal listeners have already done a lot of this work, but keep it going. Like make sure that you're going through it again and saying, Hey, what really matters to me? Do I still want to buy that Mercedes because it's cool and shiny and flashy? Or do I actually want to buy the seventies Bronco that (laughs) I've been looking at and staring at and dreaming about since I was a kid? I clearly would rather buy the Bronco. But if that is what I'm looking for, then I don't really care that much about the other thing. So why would I put energy into it? Same thing goes for all of your goals, regardless of what you're trying to accomplish. Maybe you're trying to be the go-to person at work and you just want to stand out in your company and you're just like, okay, I want everyone to know that I can help them if they need me, for instance. And to accomplish that, You got to be intentional that's it. It's all about setting a goal and sticking to it. I have one that I love to think about. I call it uh, handing down happiness. So when I have a family, I want to make sure that I'm doing everything that I can to help them understand what being happy looks like. And I think that that's our obligation to our children is to go, Okay, I'm not going to be happy all the time. But genuinely, I'm happy. I do my best every day and I'm happy. I hope that that's the way that you feel too. And if it's not, well, reach out. I'm happy to help in any way that I can, if there's a way that I can listen. You know what I mean? And I just, I remember feeling stuck when I was like, oh, I didn't realize that I could dream that big. I remember those moments when I went back and it was like, okay if time and money weren't holding you back, what would you do with your life? And I sat there and I started crying because I had never in my life been asked to dream that big before. I had never thought that it was humanly possible for me to be able to buy a mansion that's 10,000 square feet or an acreage or a ranch or a farm or a house in the mountains or a there's one of my big dreams and goals. I want to have a treehouse yoga studio. That's a definite goal of mine. I want a place to go and read my book and be surrounded by nature and be able to have an amazing coffee in a ceramic mug and like just sitting in a cozy house coat, reading my book. And I've just, pictured it over and over and over and over and over and in my head. And do I know exactly when it's going to happen or what it's going to look like? No, but all I can do is focus on creating that. And I believe that if I focus on creating these things in my life, I will attract them to myself. So eventually, because that's what I'm aiming for, that's where my money's going to go. I know what I'm saving for. I know what I'm excited about. And Everyone's going to be different, but don't get caught in the 40, 40, 40 scam. And if you've never heard of the 40, 40, 40 scam, neither had I, but a couple of years ago, I was warned about the 40, 40, 40 scam. And I'm going to tell you what it is right now. Ready? <clears throat> Clear my throat. 40 hours a week for 40 years to retire on 40% of the income that you're making today. That's what most Canadians are doing. And I know in other countries, it's totally different, but we are privileged here in Canada and we don't have to retire on 40% of our income if we don't want to. We can grow our money and like really focus on passing down that happiness to our families as well. And like not just focused on money, but how much stress is alleviated when you deal with no money stress. That, uh, you're like, oh, all I have to worry about is taking care of my family and taking care of my body and cleaning my house and, <laughs> you know, these kind of things, my garden. But if you're focused on every single day, just having to clock in, clock out, clock in, clock out, clock in, clock out, it loses its charm pretty fast. And when I thought about being a heavy equipment operator at 65, Or a pastry chef at 65 and think about having a lifelong career of this thing. I was like, first of all, even in five years of pastry, I really messed up my shoulder and got super bad carpal tunnel. And that was just like repetitive strain. And I know so many people who work in jobs that is repetitive strain and there's nothing you can do about it other than take care of yourself and know that that needs to be prepared for because it's coming, right? It's just what you sign up for when you scoop a thousand cookies a day. (laughs) Like there's no avoiding it. Your muscles tense up and then your body shuts down and your body's a machine. And if you don't oil it properly and you don't stretch it and you don't, you know, think of it as having these, um, like the fan belt needs to be fixed or, (laughs) you know, you need new alternator what it's going to look like for your body. If you drink more water, or if you give it time to stretch and like actually get into those muscles and fascia that are hurting you, that is huge preventative maintenance that we can be doing to stop it from progressing to a point where it's irreversible. And I stopped working in the field when I was told that I was going to have to have surgery. I was like, no, I'm just gonna, I'm going to switch careers. And so I did, but being a heavy equipment operator. I was looking around at the 65 year olds going, not the 65 is a magic number. So I gonna talk about that in a second, but 65 is not a magic number. Retirement is not an age. It is a dollar amount that you have in your bank account that determines when you retire. So it is not an age. No one's going to take care of you when you're 65. The government might not have enough money by then. We don't know what's going to happen. So don't rely on it. Rely on you saving enough money to get to your retirement goals. It is so, 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 so important that we understand money. And when I first started out on site, I didn't understand money at all. I thought that that job was going to be there forever. I thought that I was going to absolutely love it because I was rolling in the dough and I was like, yeah, making 80 grand a year. Like this is incredible and then I bought myself a $72,000 truck I couldn't afford. And I had 35 grand on my credit cards. So it was really, really bad. And I thought I knew what I was doing with money, but I didn't. And I was ashamed to ask for help. And I didn't know where to go. I thought the only place to go for help was to a bank. And I figured out that that was wrong because <laughs> they didn't help me. And then when I met the company that I'm with now, they're like, okay, well, Elena <laughs> clearly need to get out of debt. and if you're looking for work, we're going to, we're going to bring you on board and teach you how to do this. And I was like, well, worst case scenario, I'm going to get a really good financial education. Right. So I just started working on it and getting better at holding myself accountable and understanding where my money was going and just watching it and going, okay, how intentional am I being with it? Am I sitting here just blowing money on stuff I don't need? Or am I purchasing things that are a tax write-off? Or like as a business owner, for instance, you can write off a bunch of stuff, typically, right? Most businesses and well, really all businesses, there's some sort of leverage there, which is awesome. But understanding what you can write off is huge. What is gonna be an asset down the road and what's actually gonna be a liability down the road. And it's, it's very interesting to see How little we learned in school, which I've talked about a lot on my podcast, because clearly I'm a financial advisor now. And I'm super passionate about teaching people how to save money, how to get out of debt, how to prepare for their future so that they don't end up in the situation that I was in, especially kids. So if you know kids, I'm going to keep this a clean episode where I'm not swearing. Feel free to share it with your kids because I believe that everyone deserves a chance to have a good financial future. And It's so, 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 so important to be teaching our younger generations how to be good with money because they're gonna be the ones who are our managers one day. You know, they're gonna be the ones who are running our companies and um, being the people working with us. So we wanna train the next generation of people to be really good with money so that we don't end up in the same situation that we're all in right now, where not all, clearly not all of us are struggling. Um, but there are people out there that are very, very hard up and it's, it's everywhere. It's all over the place. And all we can do is understand that if we make more money, it simply means that we're probably doing something that most other people don't want to do. So in the mine, it was really dangerous and people don't see it as dangerous, but every single day I went out there, I was nervous that I wasn't going to come home the next day. And that's not the life that I wanted to live. That was constant stress, constant fear and anxiety every single day that I was going to crash that truck or I was going to end up getting run over by somebody or fall off a hill or, you know, there's just so many variables and so many opportunities for error and just driving A to B, just mindlessly numbing. Ugh, I couldn't do it. And then I started doing something that engaged me that I actually enjoyed. And I was like, oh, well, I'm actually doing okay here. Like I, I like it. I like the environment. I like the team. I like the office. I like everything that I get to do. I get to teach people stuff. Like I just said, I get to help people with money. And that's something that I struggled with my whole life. And I learned how to figure it out. And now I'm like, man, I want to teach the world. I want to teach every single person how to be financially independent and how being wealthy is a mindset. My goodness, it is so crazy to see the trends of people who overconsume. So if you're, if you have an Amazon spending habit <laughs> that you need to break, just be aware of what you're purchasing. If you're, Buying new shoes all the time, not because you're reselling them and you have a business out of it or something like that, but because you just like new things. Fantastic. Awesome. However, if you can be smart about it, be smart about it, right? Buy something that's going to increase in value or buy something that you're going to wear for the next 10 years. You know, just be really specific on what you're purchasing. So for, those of you who don't know me personally, I'm over six feet tall and a girl of my height with such long legs, I have to shop at like specialty stores or else nothing fits me. So it's interesting because I'll go to most stores and people are like, Oh my goodness, how are you not buying anything? And I'm like, nothing fits me ever. <laughs> I'm just, a, I'm bigger than most people. And that used to be something that I thought lowly of myself. For, but it actually makes me unique. And it's people remind, I can remind people about who I am by going, yeah, I'm just Selena, the super tall girl. You remember me, right? It's awesome. Because then they're like, Oh yeah, I totally remember you. You're awesome. I'm like, thank you. You know, trying to change the world. It's awesome. Um, so when you're able to go in and just go, okay, I'm gonna do this for me and just rock it, boom done. I love it. But don't get caught in that downward spiral. If you don't like your job, you don't have to stay there. You're choosing to stay there. At the moment, it's all a choice, which I was like, dang it. No, I'm stuck here because I'm in debt. So victim. No, overcome that mindset and just really focus on what you can do to get out of there right? What is that job? What about the job do you not like? What about the job do you like? So for me, I liked being able to read my book when I was on site or listen to a podcast or personal development that I really enjoyed. I liked a lot of the people that were there. I didn't like a lot of the other people that weren't there. Um, There was good parts and bad parts about the job, just like any job. And people I think are just so scared to stop having that that pension or like people don't understand money enough to know that you can save money outside of a pension like it's it's scary that kids aren't being taught for instance neither were we really I'm sure we got like super basic but I don't remember any of it learning where we can save money learning what kind of bank accounts to have learning what kind of insurance we need and don't need and <laughs> how to properly use a credit card so that we aren't paying a ton of interest and how to properly pay our taxes, and how to invest for our retirement, and what a safe investment looks like, you know, like how not to overpay for your mortgage. There's just so many things that people need to be learning. And yet, A, they're too busy to get the education or to even think about it. Um, And B, most people just don't talk about it at all. It's like Ugh, shh. sex, money, politics. Shh. We don't talk about that stuff. Right. And I'm going to challenge you to speak up and challenge you to speak up. I'm going to I'm gonna challenge you to go, hey, who's your financial advisor? Or who's the person that you trust most when it comes to money? And what does their financial situation look like? Is it the way that you want it to be for yourself? And if you look at your parents and they don't have the financial situation that you want for your life, Don't take their financial advice. Don't do it. Talk to a professional who knows what they're doing. There are so many brokers out there. Just search financial services broker in your area. I'm sure there's a bunch, right? And it's just incredible to know that if you go and talk to someone about it, they can teach you so much. And it's not just about learning about money and finance. It's learning the mindsets around the wealthy people, understanding how they run their life, how they run a schedule, right? Running a business is hard. People are like, oh, I'm just going to go start this business and it's going to be awesome. And it's a $10,000 investment or a hundred thousand dollar investment or a million dollar investment. And they're just going to try it. And I'm like, um, that's terrifying. Uh, Maybe try it first (laughs) before you put a million dollars into it. But at the same time, You never know what you're going to get, right? Everyone's different. So, yeah, tangent. I don't even know where I was going with that. So, I'm going to move on. Have a plan that makes sense, that works for you, and just know you can have everything that you want in your life, regardless of the situation. You can create it. And I mean, it is not going to happen tomorrow. It's not going to happen next week. It's not going to happen eight months from now. It's going to happen 5, 10, 20, 30 years from now, depending on the goal, clearly, but just know that if you're focused on the goal, you will eventually create it. So dream bigger, make sure that you're focused on everything that you can focus on when it comes to your personal development and just working on yourself and being a happier person. Oh, so good. Know that if you have a mindset of wealth, you will attract more wealth. One rule that I'll give you guys just a little tip that I like that I live my life by is if it's not worth five times as much money to me, I don't buy it because the reason I do that five times as much if it's not worth five times as much money to me. I don't buy it because if I were to save that for retirement, I can probably make about five times as much on it if I was to just save it instead of spend it. So always ask yourself that question. Is this worth five times as much money to me before you hit purchase? (laughs) Right. Is it a book? Yeah. Okay. Buy the book, man. It's going to help you level up. It's awesome. Um, But don't buy 12 books if you don't have the money for it. Just buy one and one at a time. Right. It's all about learning and growing and developing what works for you. And you're going to find out what works for you. Just take it one step at a time. It's awesome. How much is your time worth? You need to understand your value. And I had a couple people come up to me and be like, oh, how do you do it all? And I'm like, I have a team of assistants. I have a housekeeper, Uh, you know, like I have my husband. I have my dog who keeps me super accountable. And licks my face at six o'clock in the morning if I'm not awake uh, by then. So it's really good that I've trained her to be up early. It's awesome. Keeps me accountable again. Um, But yeah, when you know that you're going to make more money by working for yourself on your off days, for instance, and you have a side gig or you don't have a side gig and you want a side gig, call me. I know lots of people. You know, like we'll figure out what's going to work for you. I love it. But in Canada or US, I have a lot of contacts in Canada and US. Global, I want to meet you all. Please DM me. I will definitely have a conversation. I love it. We're growing all over the world and it's so cool to see. I really, really, really am grateful for all of you listening. Um, So ask yourself a couple questions. Here's the questions when it comes to valuing your time what are you strongest in when it comes to the task that you're trying to perform? So for instance, me in business, what am I strongest in, right? I'm going to get the best return on my investment. If I'm training my agency, okay. I can go out and write personal sales all day long, but is it creating long-term wealth for me? Yes. And no trails are great. Residual income is way better. So what are you strongest in? And then what can you delegate? So make a list of the things that you need to delegate that you can step away from and be okay with it. Even if you're like double checking on it and still like kind of micromanaging it a little bit or a lot. Um, If someone else can do it, get them to do it, you know, or do it yourself, but make sure that you're structuring it really well in your schedule. And lastly, I want to leave you with one thing, know who to recruit into your business and be really, really picky. Because the culture that you have in your company comes from your people and the people in your business will portray either your core values or theirs, right? So you want to make sure that they know what your core values are and just teach them where they fit, right? So if they're really good at IT, put them in an IT role. If they're really good at leadership, put them in a leadership role. If they're good at teaching, put them in a teaching role. Um, Just make sure that you're putting people where they fit because it'll help make your team so much more versatile and so much more exciting uh, when all that comes together, be accountable and all of that good stuff. I look for people who are reliable, mission driven, kind, growth oriented, coachable, you know, ready to take on (laughs) the world because it's scary out there and a lot of people need help. And I think that it takes more of us to stand up and just go, okay, let's fix this. And when we all stand up together, that's kind of why I started the podcast. I'm like, all right, it's time. I just got to do it. You know, there's never going to be a good time to jump in head first and just go, okay, I'm going to put myself out there to the world. But I just know that I was put on this earth to be a little bit of a earth shaker world shaker is what i like to say um and just go out of my way to really focus on helping people and focus on being my best self and giving back to my community and not just my community but like you guys giving back to you in any way i can i make sure that i'm doing everything that i can to uh work on myself every day and get new thoughts i've been working a lot on my emotions lately and just like what's been making me tick and oh, Hence why I'm talking about understanding your value today, because I think it's so important to know that you're more valuable as a mom or a dad than you are cleaning your house. Because if you can be present with your family, right, that's something that you can hire out and you can afford to hire it out, do it. Like that's a good expense to have because that's buying you time with your family, especially as an entrepreneur, If you're an entrepreneur, (laughs) you have 8 million things on the go right now. And you have to learn how to manage your time and understand that every single one of us has the same amount of time. There are some businesses that are awesome, which is why I'm in the business I'm in, that allows you to scale to a point where you don't necessarily have to work. You get to work because you want to and not because you have to. And when you find something like that that works for yourself, so maybe. You own a business doing real estate, for example, very similar model to our business and real estate, maybe on your days off, you sell houses, you know, or maybe you, um, are an author and you're writing a book and that's some sort of passive income for you, or maybe you have a commercial kitchen and you do meal prep for elderly people. You know, you never know what someone's grand idea is, but if you can go out and make money on the side for yourself, there is always benefit to that. There's tax benefits to being a business owner. There's just personal development that you're going to do by challenging yourself to step out of the box and go, okay, I don't have to be in this job that I hate, but I have to prepare myself before I leave that job I hate so that I don't screw myself over and fail miserably. So anyways, that's my talk for today. A little bit all over the place, ranted a few times, but that's okay. Uh, If you guys have any questions or topics for the show, I would be more than happy to take uh, any suggestions that you guys want. If there's guests that you'd like to see on the show, let's do it. Let's make it happen. Uh, I also love connecting with people who you think would be a good fit for my show. So I just joined a pod match, which is really exciting. I'll give them a little plug. They've connected me with a bunch of guests already. And like the backgrounds of these people, OMG, super exciting. So pumped for you guys to listen in more. We're going to be coming up on our hundredth episode by the end of the year. And I'm pumped about that. We've been doing this for almost two years now. So it's pretty cool. We're making, making changes and. I hope that you guys are seeing impact in your own life and watching the people around me just thrive has been beautiful and exciting. So you guys know who you are. You're shining, you're bright. It's awesome. Be patient, attract abundance into your life and just make sure you're going out and going, all right, this is me. This is who I am. This is what I stand for. This is where I'm going and it's gonna be awesome. That's me for today, signing out pursuit a relentless podcast, please make sure to share the show. If you got some value today, we are a holistically grown podcast. I don't advertise. I don't do anything like that. I'm literally just growing it by word of mouth and we're doing really good guys. So I'm super proud uh, to be running this podcast and growing it and having some fun and meeting awesome people. And I look forward to what's coming next. So until next time, see you guys next week.